Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. This is the decade of difference, and we're walking into it right now. So I'm going to tell you what I believe we should do in the decade of difference. So if you'll go to 1 Corinthians 16.5, we'll talk about that for a minute, and then we'll see what the Lord wants to do. We, um, wow, last night was awesome. Uh, Brother Andre just took us into a place, and I'm telling you, Pastor and I were standing there with Pastor John uh, right there with us, and I'm telling you, some glory fell on us, and it was just a great time. You all were marked for for the decade, amen, and on, if we stay any longer than that, and I won't go there, but praise the Lord. Okay, 1 Corinthians 16, 5, you there? Praise God. I love you guys. Uh, Now I will come to you when I pass through Macedonia, for I'm passing through Macedonia, and it may be that I will remain or even spend the winter with you, that you may send me on my journey wherever I go, for I do not wish to see you now on the way, but I hope to stay a while with you. It's pretty wordy, isn't it? He seems to be kind of going, well, you know. It says, if the Lord permits. Everybody say, if the Lord permits. It says, but I'll tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost for a great, and here we go, Pastor Bert, I'm still on it, a great and effective door has opened. And I believe it is a door that never closed. It didn't close when we turned into the decade. It's wide open. Amen. An effective door to me, and there are many adversaries. Now, what I'm getting from this, and the place I want to go with this, is that Paul is telling them He's not going to stop on the way. He's going to probably stop on the way back. That's a term we would use, you know. So it seems like he, somewhere in there, there may have been a mind change. Like something stopped him and he had to kind of shuffle. That's, that's what I see in it, that he may be shuffling around a little bit on what he's going to do. So he makes this plan, I think, and I think God kind of changed his plans. And, and we see in other scripture where the Holy Spirit did stop him. Amen. And send him in a, in a different way. Uh, but I want to, this last verse here, um, a great and effective door has opened for me. And there are many adversaries, a effective door, an effective door. I want you to look at three people saying effective door. There's an effective door. Amen. You know, I heard this story about some missionaries, and, and they, they just had just really good hearts. And they, um, they went into Afghanistan. They, they wanted to do something in Afghanistan, and a, a door opened for them. They were able to um, get a radio station. And they, they worked in this radio station and, and did everything that they could, and they were preaching on the radio, and they were doing what they thought God wanted them to do and didn't see any fruit at all. There's just no fruit at all. 14 years passed with no fruit. Nothing. Nothing happened. Not one single response from that radio program. Some people have been there. Think about that. Not one single response. And then all of a sudden, one of their friends decides to pray. Hmm. Look at somebody and say, pray. Pray. Amen. Well, you know, pray is the key here. And they begin to pray for the Afghan people. Um, and, you know, the Lord moved on a church in America that didn't even have anything to do with these people. And interesting enough, about four months into this, um, 
What happened was they began to receive more than a thousand responses a week from that radio program. Are you with me? You see where I'm going with this? Pray. (laughs) And they began to get responses. So um, effectual doors. They're all of us are, are believing. We're all longing for those, uh, those doors to open in every area of life. We want to bear fruit for the kingdom. We want to uh, certainly do what we believe that we're called to do. But I want to say something to you, and this it may even sound strange coming from me. You know how I feel about faith. But I'm telling you, these doors don't just open from faith and hard work. And believe me, you know I'm the faith mama. But I'm, I'm telling you, many doors are opened by prayer. And certainly the prayer of faith. Uh, church, I'm, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I just want to remind you that, that when you're believing for things, you can believe you receive, put the stake in the ground, and thank God from, for it for, from then on, right? A, a car, a house, a thing, or whatever. But when it comes to people... We continue to pray. It's not a one-time event when it comes to people. The Afghan people need to, to be moved by something. And so this, they, they are opened by prayer. So when prayer goes before our labors, we begin to prosper. We're going to prosper if we pray. Um, because, see, what happens is God needs to work in places before you go in. He needs to work in some places. Uh, I hope you realize that we are a spiritual road crew. The Bible says about John the Baptist that he was a voice of one crying in the wilderness, that he prepared the way as he prophesied, as he prayed, as he began to speak about the Lord. It it said that, that, that he made the Lord's path straight. It said, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. So we're a road crew that literally comes in and makes a path for the kingdom, for the king of glory to come in on. And we do that. We all know this. I'm preaching to the choir. You do it with words. You do it with prayer. You do it with, you know what I love about this church? Y'all speak in tongues because praying in tongues will lay out the tracks for your life. Amen. And so we, we begin to pray. So this is how God has has planned for you to actually succeed or for us to have increase in our lives. So we build the path, we build the road that he wants us to go on. We do it by prayer. Are you with me? Now, it would behoove us, church, to have greater degrees of spiritual expression as we go. And believe me, there are many, many places in the spirit we can go. We're not stuck on a level. You're not stuck on some little machine gun tongues. You're not stuck there. There's a lot of lot of things you can, a lot of places you can go in the spirit. And 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 what you're always looking for is Holy Spirit assistance. Holy Spirit assistance. You want what He has to say. Um, I gotta. A text. I know I got a phone call right before I came. Pastor, our dog ran away. I'm like, okay. 
let's do something. So we prayed and got off the phone. I said, I just got real still. I said, Father, what are we doing? He said, I've got him. <laughs> I'm talking less than five minutes. They shoot me a picture. They're on a ranch. They shoot me a picture and they've got sigh in their arms. I'm like, praise the Lord. Okay. So the, the Lord will clue us in what to say, what to pray, how to, how to move through these things. It would behoove us. You, you can't build a highway with one piece of equipment. Yeah. You may start out with the bulldozer, but you're going to need pieces of equipment. So you're going to have to get strategies and plans and pray them out. You're going to have to work with Holy Spirit on this. This is what is going to work in this great awakening. We have a group of 34 people called the thermostats. Jim Ritchie named us. We set the temperature. We pray Monday, well, we pray Sunday through Thursday. Every, every day we pray together, yeah, of course, at church, and then also we pray on a, on a channel together where it's just us. We're, it's, it's private. We only have two other families uh, outside that, that we've allowed to come into that because we want it to be so specific, and we can say what we want, do what we want, pray what we want. I'm telling you, it has changed our church. We're operating in more power than ever. We started it when the dead thing came on the scene. That's what we call that COVID thing. It's the dead thing to us because we're the thermostats. Amen. And so, you know, uh, just like you all, our, our church doubled financially. We've reached more people. Thank you, Lord, for it. Uh, Pastor Eric, um, you said something to me, and it's actually prophetic for this church. People want to know what God is saying, and they're going to flock here to know what God is saying in this decade. Jesus' name. So anyway, the Holy Spirit has all sorts of ways to do what what He wants to do, how He wants to express Himself. The Bible gives us those pictures. Here's the deal. God is calling each of us to increase. Just look at somebody and say, I'm called to increase. You're going to be increasing. That's what this time is. The wealth of the wicked's laid up for the just. It's going to come into your hands. There's innovative things coming out of the body of Christ right now. People are coming up with all kinds of ideas and things going on. Money's being transferred to you, and you're like, how did we do this? God. Amen. So, and I'm not just talking about finances. I'm talking about the power of the Spirit. You know, finances, we need them. They're powerful, but they're like the lowest thing on the chain. Prayer is the highest thing on the chain. Speaking what Holy Spirit is saying is the highest thing. Amen. So you can, you can get the, the call, and, and here's the thing. You can get, the, yes, Jesus, I'm going to do this. Thank you for this. Bye-bye, Jesus. I'll go do it now. That's not going to work. It's not going to work in these days. The Holy Spirit, or I should, I don't even call him that. That came out wrong. Holy Spirit, he's a person. He's not a thing. Holy Spirit needs to, you need to let him lead you every bit of the way. From step one, two, three, he needs to be the leader in these things. Can you, can you agree with that? So, so what I'm telling you is the door, when the door opens, you don't have to run, get it. You need to take what you have and begin to work with it in prayer. You, it, you know, it means come on up here. The Lord gives you a word. And then come on up here and let's lay out the path for you to walk on. Yeah, it, you know, if you just go ahead and jump, let's just see how that's going to end up for you. 
not nearly as well as if you follow Holy Spirit. I know this is simple, but it's right, and it's real, and it's powerful, and we need to begin to walk in this. Amen. So, you know, now earth, earthly places, have you ever noticed that when earthly places have been in drought and then a heavy rain comes, they can't receive it? The water will just run off. What needs to happen is there needs to be dew. There needs to be soft rain. There needs to be something to soften the ground so that the, the water, uh, when it does rain, can actually get through. I know you see where I'm going with that. That's what Paul did in Ephesus, actually. He didn't just rush in there. They were in a spiritual drought in the beginning. Am I right, scriptorian? They're, they're in a spiritual drought there. So he prayed in tongues. How do you know? He said he did. He said he did it all the time. He prayed in tongues. And then he left Priscilla and Aquila there, and they discipled Apollos, and Apollos started preaching, and you see things going down the line here. And so they're softening the ground and softening the ground, and then he comes in there. This is how things should work for us. Amen. He sprinkled spiritual water on the hard ground so it could get ready for the flood. I'm telling you right now, we're sprinkling water on any hard ground that is left, and we're getting ready for the flood. The flood of the glory of God. Amen. You know, he, I think he would have been sorely disappointed with the results if he would have just just rushed in there. Amen. Uh, he, he wouldn't have seen the increase that he hoped for. I've really seen this in my life. This is really, it's just so perfect. This is, is true for every area of your life. And this, if you don't get anything else out of what I've said tonight, this is a statement I want you to get, church. Only walk where God has worked. Only walk where God has worked. Only walk where things have been prayed out. Only go with how the Spirit has led you. Well, they're down at this place. They're doing this. This might be a good idea for us. Uh, No. Well, what if we tried this? They tried this over here. No. Well, the Lord told us to do this. Let's figure out how we're going to do it. No. Father, what are we doing? Download it. Everybody in here knows what download is now. Father, what are we doing? What are we doing? Just download. You don't need to do all the work. The work's already been done for you. It was done for you 2,000 years ago. It was done for you before the foundation of the world. It's already set up for you if you'll take it. You just begin to get the words that go with it. Because words rule the world. In case you didn't know, prophetic words, prayer, they all rule the world. Amen. Walk where God has worked. Okay? He's got a plan for your increase. Um, And and you're going to increase in in every area of your life in this time. In your effectiveness. In the fruits, in in all the fruit of your whole life. We're going to increase in victory and we're going to demonstrate more fully the power of Jesus' resurrection. Amen? Not just spiritually, but physically, financially, in every area of your life. If you're financially blessed, you're a good witness. If you're flowing in the gifts, you're a good witness. If you're living in peace, you're a good witness. Whatever it is, that's the way that you need to go. 
increases our destiny. You know, maybe you struggled with that. Maybe, maybe you're like, well, you know, I haven't just moved forward like I wanted to. Maybe, maybe God doesn't open doors for me. Or, or maybe it seemed like God opened a door and, and of, of opportunity and then your hopes were dashed. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, you know, what I'm telling you is don't give up. Don't give up. Just step back. Because you went after it yourself. We might ought to think about that. We might ought to just pause and let the Lord minister to us about that. You know what I'm saying? We, we might want to make sure we, it's not, I'm going to use not, not twice. It's not, not happening because maybe we ran at it with our own stuff. Maybe it was God's will, but maybe we ran at it the wrong way. You, you hear me? Okay, so don't give up. Just step back. Peter didn't just walk on water. Everybody in here has preached this. He walked on a word. He walked on come. He came out because Jesus called him. He had something to stand on. That's what you need to walk out on. You need to walk out on the word. You want a word on it. I got a word from Pastor Eric, and then I got a word out of the Scripture. I ask the Lord all the time, you know, Lord, I'm listening to you, but I want a word on that. I want a word on that. What are you telling me? Amen. Praise the Lord. We want a word on it. See, hey, you know, people are saying, you know, where's the glory? Where's the glory? Where? The glory is here. The glory is here. It's flooding. It's flooding into the hearts of all those who dug a ditch to let it flow into. So if, it, if you don't see the glory, if it's not manifesting around you, the glory is the heavy, weighty presence of God and all good things in that manifesting, natural things. Um, if you don't see that, then, then maybe you need to get on your road crew. Maybe you need on, to get on the ditch crew. Maybe you need to get on the utility crew and dig that ditch so that the Holy Spirit can fill it. And you'll begin to move in a different place in your life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, some, some hearts just aren't, their ground isn't ready for the flood. May need to back up a little bit. You know, well, I, don't, I don't feel anything. Well, you know, I know. Oh, Jesus, am I going to have to go there? <laughs> I won't fight you, Lord. You do want to feel something. Y'all thought I was going to go the other way, didn't you? You don't have to feel anything. You just need it by faith. Well, that's all wonderful, but I think experience is good on the side of dealing with the Holy Spirit. You do what you do by faith. I remember, I remember when y'all were really young, uh, the holler kids here, and there was a lot of stuff going around about, well, you know, we don't have to feel anything. You know, if you want to feel something, just toke something, and you'll feel, you know, people were just talking trash and stuff like that. I, I remember all that. It, it was a big deal because you don't need to feel the Holy Spirit. I appreciate feeling the Holy Spirit. I want him to touch my life. I want to be engaged with him to the point what we had last night over here when he just about knocked both of us down. I like that stuff. And I, I think it's important. But if you're not sensing the Spirit, it, it, it's probably because you need to back up and begin changing your daily plan. Connect with Him. Pray. Well, I pray every day. Well, okay, but are you praying like this? Well, Lord, you need to straighten my husband out today. 
and those kids are driving me crazy. I just don't know what to do. You're just going to have to do something about them. This bill's got to get paid. That's not prayer. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for me, Lord. I praise you and I give you glory. I magnify your name. And you begin to lift up and lift up and lift up and go. Let me tell you how to get in the spirit. Gratefulness. You have to get into your heart to get in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's as simple as it is. Thank you, Lord, for this. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You've got something to be grateful for if you just woke up. This is so important, church. This is so important. We have to build those roads. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus 23, 30 says, little by little, I'll drive them out until you've increased and you inherit the land. You know, they're talking, he's talking to Israel. Some, you know, not, they didn't go in there and just take over. It was little by little, little by little. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. It doesn't mean they're not suddenlies, but usually in front of those suddenlies was a lot of prayer a lot of prayer. It was you giving your life over to God and learning how to pray. Corporate prayer will yield great fruit. Pastors have every kind of prayer group you can because corporate prayer will deliver great fruit. They need to know how to pray. They need to know how to have the Spirit of God give them the assistance to pray through some things. And there's a lot of things involved in that, but we can certainly do it and we can certainly have it. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, you know, the problems may not all be gone at once. Amen. But you will start, I'll just say it like this because we need to cut to the chase here. You'll start knocking them out. God will start knocking them out. Amen. He'll drive out those giants. Uh, Why? Why? We want to know why. Why would I think that is true? It's true because sustainable increase always comes from the inside out. Sustainable increase comes from the inside out. Okay? If you just increase on the outside, you can lose. But if you increase from the inside, you won't lose. I am a millionaire on the inside first. I am flowing in the gifts of the Spirit on the inside first. I'm making headway influencing people on the inside first. I'm his daughter inside first. I have uh, the grace to pastor. That's coming from the inside. It's not a name that I'm wearing. That doesn't do any good. You've seen people who just wear it. Okay, don't meddle. Come on. Okay. So, praise the Lord. It's not rags to riches. Uh, We pointed this out this morning. Think about rich people. You know rich people that totally went, this is Texas, belly up. I can say that here. You know, they just, it was just over for them. And then here in a couple of months, they're rich again. Why? Why? It's innate inside. You can't, you can't steal it from them. You can't steal who they are. The Jewish people are wealthy because you can't steal who they are. You're wealthy because, because no one can steal who you are. If you'll take on the identity from the inside out, you don't have to show your portfolio. 
You've got a portfolio on the inside. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Lord, thank you for leading us right now. What are we doing, Lord? Yeah, I can do that, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I have a, a mentor in my life who's a great, great person to me that's taught me so many things about praying. It's a pastor named Lynn Hammond. She's Brother Mac Hammond's wife. I'm sure you've seen her. And um, she, she has a, a great story. Uh, years ago, when they wanted to go into their new building, they needed a building. And so they got all excited about it and said, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do? And he said something to them that they could have never imagined. They're sitting there ready. Okay, Lord, new building. What do you want us to do? Wants to look for it. What do you want to do? And the Lord said this to them. I want you to give me your mornings. It's quiet in the church right now. I want you to give me your mornings. In other words, don't run out and start shopping. Find out in here. Give me your mornings so that I can build a road so you can step into that new building with ease. Amen. Amen. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Walk where God has worked, church. Walk where God has worked. Get together. Pray. Pray in the Spirit. If you just, you know, if you're new at praying in tongues, don't give up on that. Don't give up if you're just yabba-dabba-doo, yabba-dabba-doo. That's, you know, you're going to grow in that. You're going to, you just, you just pray. Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost assistance. You begin to pray in areas and things be, begin to come out. You know, when, when we do our thermostats every day, it's uh, uh, Pastor Deb and Pastor Danny and me, we get on there and, and the men and women of the church are tuning in. I'm always surprised at how much there is to pray about. But we just bounce off of each other. There's so much going on. We just lay that road out. Just continue to lay that road out. Lay that road out. And then life is easy. Because we're walking where God has worked. You walk where God says, well, do you ever do anything? As soon as we hear. As soon as we hear something, like you said today, when a specific word comes, you're going to go look. When a specific thing happens, you're going to go see what you're supposed to do. But there's no sense in trying to make something happen. Right now, and I'm just going to tread here very mindfully. I know how your pastor feels about this, but we should be praying about people voting Bible. Just pray about it, that people vote Bible. We should be praying about our country right now. We should be praying for our president right now. We should be praying for those seats right now. We should be, if the church doesn't do it, it won't get done. We are, we are, they call us the silent majority, but we are not silent. We're just not on the news all the time. But we need to speak up in those prayer closets. We need to speak up and we need to pray. And it doesn't matter whether the world hears you or whether you tweet it or Facebook it or all those things y'all do. What matters is that Father is connected. That the angels of God are connected because they're hearkening to the voice of God's word. Amen? They're hearkening to his word. Just bow your heads for a second. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, I decree that everyone in this place come into a divine setup. I decree right now that you begin to see the Lord arranging, rearranging, shifting, 
changing circumstances for your good. We just say right now that your eyes are open to see that God is at work in the most difficult situations. Whatever they are, he's at work right now in Jesus' name. We call for divine revelation to come upon you, to see a myriad of angels moving on your behalf at every single moment in your life. We declare that you're able to see God setting things in order. Oh, Father, set things in order for the people of God. Set things in order. We break the power of setback and decline. We command every spirit of hindrance and resistance to be bound in Jesus' name. We call upon the Lord to make the way so, so that they can all go forward in victory and that all things shall work out and turn out well. Right now, we prophesy that you're being divinely set up to prosper and increase in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.